Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We have an incredible guest this week. Four-time All-Star, Jeez. Olympic gold medalist. 19,000 minutes, 12,000 points. One of Kentucky's best players of all time. And most importantly, a two-time out-of-pocket guest. DeMarcus Cousins. Give him the jacket. Yeah, here Give right, him the jacket. Right, right, right. Y'all, y'all put this nigga's minutes on there. That's how y'all know they did that deep research. Yeah. Can I get my two-time All-NBA, though? Yeah, hell yeah. Hey, Chuck, that's on me. That's on me. Fuck them minutes. That's on me. That's on me. Hell no. Don't throw me on me. Fuck them minutes. Right, right. That's on me when I was broke. Nobody give a fuck about minutes. Well, let's call me. Keep this shit in the show. What's up? This is Out of Pocket. Zach, tell them what type of show this is. This is a weekly NBA review show. It drops every Friday. You can get it on YouTube. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Hit the sub button and also follow us at Buckets. If you don't, we're going to get fired. So we had you in Vegas, you know what I mean? And we want to just like, get the, let the fans get to know you a little better. So we want to ask you a few questions. Um, and the first one is, you know, where did Boogie come from? I, I've always known you as Boogie, but I never knew like where that came from. Where did that come from, the nickname? Uh, nickname came from, you know, my OG, uh, Rod Strickland. Uh, he was my coach my year at Kentucky. Okay, okay. So, uh, you know, he had a a saying, you know, where it was, you talk about certain guys in their game and it's like, well, you know, I like the, 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 you know, I like how this guy can move. Or I like the, the, I don't know, the, the wiggle to his game. Yeah, yeah. Well, our term was like boogie, like. Oh, he got Boogie in his game. Like I thought it was like a childhood name. I thought you like picked your nose when you was a kid or something. It was like, you know what I mean? My childhood nickname is actually Big Cuz. Oh, for real? I grew up with Big Cuz. I mean, but the I'm from LA. Right, that's a that means something out here, you feel me? Were you just the big cousin? Or like where's the big cuz come from? Okay. That's why we, that, and ladies and gentlemen, that look lets me know exactly what we need to know. We, we, when you heard the boogie name though the first time, were you like, I'm rolling with this? How long did it take it to stick? Uh, the boogie name? Yeah. Well, it was, um, honestly, um, it kind of started off as a practice thing. And um, it was like this, it was this blog site um, that covered Kentucky basketball at the time. It was called Kentucky Sports Radio. Oh, it was baller. For yeah. sure. That, yeah. That's the so, spot. Um, you know, this was before Instagram, Twitter. All of that shit, so, yeah. You know, you had to go type in this joint to go read the blog. So <laughs> um, this was like the number one site, and, you know, it was it was huge for the Kentucky fan base. So they kind of started on this random day, like started a, a poll of, like, what my nickname should be. They're just going to make give you a nickname. Yeah, it, right? was like, ran, it was really right, – I mean, right. I was one – you know, I was a, a fan favorite along with some other for guys. For sure, yeah. Team, so, you know, they kind of – made sense. Yeah, yeah they yeah. kind of picked us apart. But when it came to me, you know, like, what's a nickname? And it was like some weird shit, like a <laughs> whole bunch of different names. And <laughs> So they ended up choosing the boogie name, and, you know, it's stuck, and the rest is history. So believe it or not, Bobby Hurley is the reason I fell in love with basketball. <laughs> And I know that sound anti-black as a motherfucker, but we grew up. <laughs> He's disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. And you should be. We need context. I only watched North Explain Carolina yourself, and Duke bro. games growing up. And I'm like, who is this little scrappy? I was 10 years old, my G. 
So who is this little scrappy dude, you know what I'm saying, getting busy? You feel me? Like, this was 92. Right. So there's a reason behind it. I just didn't, you know, hey, I want to, you know, I'm a fan of that white boy right there. You feel what I'm saying? But if you have said Leitner, <laughs> if you have said Leitner, I would have walked off. Oh, I, and, and understandably so. I rock with Leitner, so. though. He, he, used, he used to get busy. He, he had a good, you, you might know, be like the he was only... Bob Hurley fan in the world. <laughs> period, period. I was hurt when he, I was. Bob I mean, Hurley yeah. senior rocking no, I was with a him. big fan too. I, I was a big fan. Anyway, so who's the guy you grew up watching? It was like, yo, this is. I'm gonna do this when I grow up. I, you know, I love this game. My guy, Carmelo Anthony. Hell, that's crazy. Wow. Of course, Carmelo of course. Anthony, 100. percent um, I had some. You know, I had some guys I looked up to early on, but as a professional, like. How I wanted to play my game, it was Carmelo. That makes sense because, like, you the type of dude that seems like that the AAU coach would be like, you know, do his ass. Like, give you the ball and you just said, like, <laughs> do his ass. Yo, you just do your nah. thing out there. You just but, a hooper. You but just were they hating, like though? In that AAU? Man, I've been playing the 5-5. Five, five, like up in the air where it was like, it, oh, you six. Oh, you the seven. Yeah, like, right. You know, you get your ass oh, like, yeah. yeah, but for me and the way I grew up playing ball, like, <clears throat> I started off so naive with the sport. I started late. I started playing um, basketball in the seventh grade. Oh, wow. So I was so naive to the sport. When I started playing, I'm like, I'm going to do whatever the hell I seen these other guys. Right, do. right, right. So right. if I got a rebound, I'm taking off. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sometimes that motherfucker ended up in the stands. And sometimes, <laughs> I, you know, I, Get I that you learn learning. from your mistakes. Though. I learned from my mistakes. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, luckily I had a coach that believed in my talent. And he allowed me to, you know, play through those mistakes. And, you know, I got better and better at it to eventually I'm, I think, I think a well-rounded player. For sure. How important was that for you, though, at that age? Because that's what I'm saying. Like, you're 6'10". You go back in those days, and that's why I get so fascinated with the Bobos and the KDs of the world. Back in those times, it was like get your big ass in the post, go rebound, post. jump hooks, up and unders. So when you Vikings. when you bringing the ball up the court, Jeez. and for a coach to really be like, all right, all right, the Marcus at that point because it's pretty boogie, but like go ahead or big cuz whatever they were calling you, go ahead and <laughs> you can go ahead and just push it up the court. Honestly, I was cool with it because at the end of the day, I didn't. I wanted it to where I had no weaknesses in my game. Mm -hmm. I respect I that. Could dribble the ball, so. I could shoot the ball, I could post up. So in my favor, it ended up working out for me. So. Uh, but for you know everybody else coming up, I think I think you as a player you should never like limit yourself or put yourself in you know just a category or a box as a player. And um, like I said, that old school way that usually happened because I, I mean I could think of ten guys off the top of my head where I felt like they could dr dribble the ball better than they were allowed to, so. shoot the ball so. more than they were allowed to. And sometimes they got lost in the sauce because sure. they weren't able to show those, for those sure. other skills. So, hey, for all you you coaches out there that still be on that old school bullshit, uh, listen to this weird. man right here. Let your big man cook. Let yeah. them push the ball. Game has changed. Yeah. Shoot threes. On, we man. want more bobos and boogies in this in this league. Got plenty of them now. Yeah, yeah that's the, the whole the league. Game is, the game is you know evolved so much now. I, I love where it is mm -hmm. as far as you know guys playing outside of their box or their narrative. So um, you, you're getting the, the bobos and the the Jokic's and the mm -hmm. Embiid's and the young boy coming. I can't pronounce it. Uh, Wimby. We call him Wimby. Wimby. We call him Big Vic. We call him Big Vic. Yeah, Big Vic, he's, gonna, he's a game changer. For so. sure, for sure. Can, can I ask you, you started playing basketball like 13, seventh grade. Mm -hmm. What year was it? How old were you when you were like, I could probably do this in the NBA? So my story is kind of crazy. Um, like I said, I started off late. I started off playing football first. I thought I was, you know. What position? Bro, I didn't play. Ooh. That's the crazy thing. Like, I wanted to be an NFL star, yeah. and I did not touch the field. Your big ass wasn't out there. <laughs> they wouldn't let you go so to play. So it was weird for me because I was taller than everybody yeah, else, yeah. so I, I weighed more. But I had to play with 
older kids. Okay, yeah. so, so that makes I sense. I just, I, my my physicality, my mindset, I couldn't match up with the older yeah, kids. Yeah. So I was just there. Especially in Alabama. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I'm putting your ass out there to block field so, goals at least, though. So by seven, <laughs> go block a field goal. Something, something. something. By seventh grade, my mom was like, hey, man. And, you know, I was, I was a product of my environment as well. So my mom was like, hey, man, we got to figure something out. Yeah. Like, you gonna have to you gonna have to do something, right? Right. So it was kind of this gap in my life where I was just out here, like. <laughs> so uh, what weird story? Um, I was in middle seventh grade. I'm actually skipping class at the time in seventh grade. Seventh to grade, do I'm what? Class. Anything? Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. I'm skipping class, and this AAU coach um, walks by. And he's thinking I'm, and at this time I'm like seventh grade. I was like six five, six six. God damn! So you should have been hooping. Exactly. What you mean? Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so the coach, the coach is like, you know, uh, you on the varsity? Right, so right, I'm right. Like man, I don't even hoop, bro. Right, I'm right. Just, you know, and he's like blown away. Yeah. So he, so then he starts thinking I'm older. I'm like, no, nah, I'm in the seventh grade. Right. So he, and the way my school was set up, the elementary, middle school, and high school was all combined. That makes sense, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's it, dangerous. That middle, sense, it, it was that very sense. that's dangerous. Like I said, I'm a product of mine. Right, it, it was rough, but <laughs> it was rough. But so he automatically, like I said, thought I was a high schooler. For sure. So I ended up telling him, you know, I'm in middle school. I don't even play. He's like, I need you at practice this evening. Hey, Sal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this evening. Yeah. So, I, so uh, shout out to Gary, Coach Gary. But um, ended up meeting my AAU coach, and basically. He was like a father figure to me and a guy named Danny Pritchett. And um, I mean, that dude had me in the gym every single day. Sure. So like I said, I started in seventh grade. By the end of my freshman year, I was ranked the number one player in the country. That's crazy. Three years playing basketball. And yeah. and, and that's how it happened. And right. then after that, it was just like, like everything was, it was like this. When, like, <laughs> when you'd go, I mean, you'd obviously know the other guys in state that were highly touted and stuff, when you'd go and cook them, were you like, this is getting easier I think that and easier? saved me. Cause like I said, I was so naive to it. Like um, after my, when I got my ranking, well, before I got the ranking, I, I went to the last all American camp in Indianapolis. And I know who all these guys are now. Like, so, yeah. Most of them ended up in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. So I go in the camp and I'm, I'm just this little hood baby. I pull up to the camp because my coach told me to. Right. I'm seeing all these tall. I'm like, damn, these dudes tall. Like everybody. Who was saying that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Damn. This is my first time ever being around right, right. like elite talent. Okay. Or, for sure. Who like, was there? What kind of what kind of dude? Man, Derrick Rose. Oh, oh yeah. for I, real. Anybody you bro, it was. Gosh, there, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So I don't know who any of these guys are. Like, I don't even, I have no clue who Derrick Rose is. So I'm seeing this dude perform, and I'm like, what? I ain't never seen nothing like this. Bro, it's it's crazy. And I even got a crazy story. Like, I got, I got banged on. Talk about it. It happens. It happens to the best of us. If you play ball, it happens. happens. I'll tell you who it's from, though, and it's gonna mess you up. And dude was really cold at the time. He was always cold. <laughs> it was Chandler Parsons. What? what? That feels racist. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler. Chandler Parsons. How do you catch you though? Tell, tell it. Break down the scene. Baseline. Body to body, just baseline flush. 
So I'm like I said, I have no clue who this guy is. I don't know what he's he league. Did he yeah. talk shit? You know or did he? Yeah, I mean, nah, because okay, he was because he knew better. Everybody was getting dunked, but he knew better though. Okay, okay. It was my first time, and I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, this is out Sick. here. This was my first yeah. game, first little scrimmage in the camp. White boy too. That that had to be shocking. <laughs> Fuck me up. <laughs> Fuck me up. Mom, I got dunked on by a white boy today. <laughs> Chandler went baseline, banged out, and Chandler was like six nine at this. Like, so yeah. Chandler Move. was the same height, right. moving. This one he had the. Long Long, like uh, the sunshine. Sunny sunshine. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so went baseline, banged out crazy, and I'm like, man, where am I? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> hey, to be real, if I would have done to y'all, to apologize, like, sorry, man, I was sorry, sick. sorry. I, was a baby, bro. I had no clue what I was doing. So I would just remember my coach in the camp. All he kept, he was like, just run. All I need you to do is run, and everything else gonna take care of. So. Mm. Every possession I got, I just ran. Right. I just ran hard as I could. Ended up leaving the camp the number one freshman. Sheesh. Wow. So, that's kind of how my basketball story started. But to answer his question, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When did I know I was pro? So, honestly, it happened at Kentucky. Yeah. Wow. This whole, like I said, I'm so naive to the sport. Like, I didn't know any professional athletes. I couldn't call an NBA player for, sure. for advice. Like, yeah. where I'm from, we didn't have anybody professional. For sure. The, the, the biggest star I knew coming up, rest in peace, was Stanley Robinson. Went to UConn. So, Played in the league a little bit too, but that was my superhero. Like, and I was saying how I modeled my game after certain people, but the original person was Stanley Robinson. Wow. Six nine, could do it all, handle the ball, had crazy bounce. Like, I'm like, damn, I want to be like this. For sure. He was a neighborhood hero, like superstar in our eyes. Right. So uh, as far as me, like ever really believing in myself about being a pro, it was never really a reality for me because, like I said. It wasn't in front of me. I didn't, I never knew. Like, I was ignorant to it. You're a McDonald's All-American, and you didn't think you were pro. Nah. Wow. Can, can I ask you on that McDonald's All-American team, was mm-hmm. there a guy that you were like, that guy for sure is going to be a dog, and maybe it surprised you when it didn't happen for them? Or Cause it, the, it, only, the only guy I ever say that was better than me coming up, like through high school, is Renardo Sidney. Huh. Hey, Renardo is a dude. Bro. Woo. He started this whole – well, I take that back. That's not true. <laughs> but for me in my ear and in my class, like the original big that did everything, handled the ball, shoot hey. it, like pass, it was Renardo Sidney. I mean, he uh, played at Artesia with Harden. Unreal. Wow. I saw them play modern day, and I always remember the story. My dad was doing the game. I walk into uh, modern day's locker room. They got the Weird Twins, a bunch of other dudes. Dudes are quiet, solemn, like nervous. Rocking our teacher's locker room, Harden got that whole crew in there rapping, freestyle yeah. shit. I go tell my dad, like, oh, fucking, our teacher's about to bust modern day's ass. Like, this is not even gonna be a, a right. game. Like, right. yeah, that dude, and it's one of those those stories where I think he was our teacher ended up bouncing around because he was young at that point. But uh, he left around. Mississippi. He's originally from Mississippi. Yeah. He ended up going to, um, moving out to LA 
uh, freshman year. Yeah. And he started off at Artesia and uh, graduated from Fairfax. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Renardo Sydney legend. Dude was, man, it's one of the coldest I ever seen, dude. I remember being in high school, it was, it was sophomore year. So, this is after I got ranked number one, but you know, this was by our rivals. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a thousand. ESPN, all bunch of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So plenty of others had Ronaldo ranked above me. It's whatever. You know, Lance was up there. Mm-hmm. John was up there. It was a bunch of guys. Xavier Henry, whatever. Yeah, hey, so, uh, he was one of the ones that we was talking about. Yeah, that. he was. Yeah. But um, I remember an article coming out, and they were saying, Ronaldo Sidney could start for the L.A. Clippers. Sheesh. Right that's crazy. And, you and I'm it? like, Damn, that's, that's hard. That's hard. That's like, that's yeah, that's hard. Wow, that's hard, bro. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, yeah, this dude is untouched. <laughs> and my mom, like, this dude is right, untouched. Right, 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 right. So, but the crazy thing about it, me and Nardo didn't get the, a chance to play each other. I was other wondering that until yeah. I seen you in high school. How did that go? We both did horrible. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where this was going. I'm not going to say horrible, but what the I, had, like? I had 14, he had 15. Okay. Yeah. It was some bullshit. Right? Like, Were you the guards hating? Because for me, that's a premier matchup. I'm really trying to look at it. Actually, it was just a really good game. Okay. Like, yeah. It was a really good defensive game. It was um, it was in the Iolani Classic in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Okay, for sure. Was it nerves? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. It's just, it wasn't really a game. It was more of a team game. Okay, that sure. that it wasn't sense. where the headline guys was about to get off and give Battling, a Battling, you know? No, yeah, it was, yeah. And this was, I think it was close to winning the um, the whole tournament. So okay. at that time, it was like, fuck the stats. We right, right. Win the champ, uh, the, yeah. the tournament. Right. So um, it was, the numbers were light, but like me getting the chance to play against them, that put me in a comfortable <clears> light. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I can't keep pushing For sure. to, you know, get to the next level. Out, I, I didn't outperform him, but I'm neck and neck with a guy that I consider that's really good, yeah. and the rest of the world felt was really good. But he played so for the Clippers. I'm that like, is a wild take. That's a wild take. That's a wild take. Yeah. So, so for me, I'm like, looks like I'm, you know, I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So last question on your high school stuff, but obviously you number one freshman, you end up becoming a man, McDonald's All American. Want to ask you, this is something I want to ask every Hooper. Who, who was the first college you got a letter from? And we know you were supposed to be at Memphis with Coach Kyle. Coach Kyle leaves Memphis, go to Kentucky, you follow him. But what was the school that if you didn't go to Kentucky, you would have went to? So it started like this for me. Like I said, I started in seventh grade. Um, that eight, My eighth grade year, I ended up going to my first, uh, you know, like, I guess, little mini skills camp or whatever, and it happened to be at Indiana University. Okay. When uh, Coach Mike Davis was there at the, the time. Legend. So um, Mike Davis sent me my first letter I, as an eighth grader. Handwritten? It was some It was some. Or the janky one. But for okay. me, it was just like, nah, oh, you know, shit. You know that feeling. Yeah. And I thought it was cool because, one, I had just started the previous year. So I'm like, that was kind of cool. Like, yeah. Right, that's right. a, gr- I mean, that's a great really school. I'm not really thinking right. anything right. of it, right. but I'm like, damn, <laughs> it's cool. Like. So uh, me and Mike Davis kept a relationship, you know, throughout the years. And um, Mike Davis ended up leaving Indiana and getting the job at UAB, which was my hometown. Blazers. I was living in Birmingham at the time. So when it kind of happened, I'm like, oh, this shit kind of like meant to be. You be the biggest recruit they'd ever ever had by I'm still the biggest commitment ever. Right, right. You didn't even pull up. Right, right. right. So... So for me, I'm like, oh, this shit is meant to be. Right. Like, so uh, committed, and I, we, me and Mike tried to, you know, finesse it and 
create our own little plan where I could actually play for them, but on a bigger, you know, platform. So uh, my plan was I'm going to just commit to Mike Davis. And hopefully – and Mike Davis at the time was trying to get the job at Alabama. Okay. So he was trying to use, you know – you know, my name, his name, you know, try to make something happen. For sure. Respect it. Obviously, it didn't happen. Like, it didn't happen that way. Um, so, after my sophomore year, I'm going into my junior year, and I uh, ended up leaving Birmingham and going to my birth town of Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Um, so, this is kind of, for me, this is when I think I took those next steps as, like, becoming a pro. Mm -hmm. Um. I got blessed with my coach, Otis Hughley. Um, he really, you know, he helped me understand the game. He, he, in the beginning, I was just playing off raw talent. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, though. Uh, Hughley slowed the game down mm -hmm. for me. He helped me understand. He helped me how to understand how to make the guys around me better. I didn't have to score 40 in order. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. really so understanding Learning basketball, not just hooping. You right. feel me right. So, uh, I think that's who – started turning the, the knob for me on becoming a pro. So um, he, he called me in the um, classroom one day. He's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you like, you got Kentucky, you got Carolina, all these schools, you know, calling, checking in, and you're going to fucking UAB. Like, <laughs> that's a real one. He was being a real one. He was like, you're a top 10 player in the country, yeah. and you're going to UAB. Yeah. And he was like, and it's not because you love the school, it's because you want to be back home right. where you're comfortable. Yeah. So I I mean, I thought about it. I'm like, man, you're right. Like <laughs> I didn't want I'm like, man, that's real right. shit. Like, if you yeah. go to UAB, do you think you still in the place you are today? No. So you say like you said you became a pro in Kentucky, so would you have that mindset at UAB? I feel like I feel like if I would have went to UAB, um all the dumb shit I was caught up in back Makes home, sense. it would have. I think it would have took over my life. Makes mm -hmm. sense. Because I would have been in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. My mom removed me from it, mm -hmm. just for my hard-headed ass to try to go and get right back to it. So <laughs> it'd be like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, every I, and I'm a firm believer, and everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So it it worked out perfectly. But um, you know, that conversation with Hugo that day, you know, it put things in a perspective for me, and I feel like I made the right choice. So I opened back up my recruitment. And uh, and the sick part of this is the sick part about all of this. My first college basketball game I saw, I went to a UAB game, mm -hmm. and they were playing Memphis. Mm. So this is I'm going back to University. all the guys that influenced my game. Yeah. So I'm watching Memphis play. Like I said, I don't have a clue. <laughs> and I'm watching Sean Williams play. I remember Sean. Williams. I remember Sean Williams. I'm like, what position he play? The two. Okay. <laughs> this motherfucker was the two. Okay, okay. So I'm like, actually, he was the three. It was, I believe, Rodney McCartney uh, at the two. <clears throat> anyway, Sean's dribbling the ball up the court, shooting threes. And I'm like, and it's like, it's just smooth. Mm -hmm. Like, it don't even look like he's really trying yeah. hard. And I'm like, I'm trying to be like that. Right, right. Hey, I want to be right, just right, like that. Right. And I'm like, Damn, I like this school, Memphis. Don't have a clue. Don't know shit about Kyle. Not just I'm oh, wow. I like this school, Memphis. I like how the jersey looks on Sean. Hey, <laughs> the jerseys back they in the day, fire. they were fire. Yeah, so I'm like, I like Memphis. Right. Fast forward, Kyle pops up in the picture. 
not like this is junior year now. After I reopen my recruitment, first thing I ask Kyle when he he comes and visits me at a school that I'm at at the time. First thing I ask him about, I'm like, so if I came to your school, would you let me play like Sean Williams? <laughs> what you think he told me? I would imagine, of yeah. The fuck? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you come to my school, you do whatever you want. I'm like, okay. God tier recruiter, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, this, this right. is perfect. You're like, right. okay. Well, I got to ask, what's that like with the, the Cal pitch? Because he's, he's obviously legendary. And like, I mean, Cal is Cal, like. Kyle's as slick as a can of goose. Man. <laughs> hey, he's on that Dom Pagnotti for me. Cool as hell. That's the GOAT, man. So, you know, obviously any other coach, does. they tell you what you want to hear. Like, okay, I'm going to college, playing the three. Playing, you know, I'm handling the ball, all that. Anyway, I got to get my guy John in here, too, so he can help me tell these stories. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Shout, out, shout out to Five. I love you, boy. But, um. <laughs> My first, so I end up committing to Memphis. Um, I want to get to this college story too okay. with Kyle. But uh, I end up, you know, going on my visit. Sick part about this, I never took a visit to UAB. What? Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I committed you, to UAB and but never. But you had to have been there. Played the in the summer or something. The most I did was walk in the gym and play. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't tell you what side of campus I was on, <laughs> what this building was called. I right, knew nothing right, about UAB. Right. I never went on a visit, nothing. I knew Mike Davis, and I knew how to get to the arena right. gym. That's all you need to know. But we ain't, we ain't. So never took a visit. My first official visit was in Memphis. Mm -hmm. You know, at this time, uh, Reek was there, Tyreek Evans. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. So Reek was there. Like, that, they had a dope squad that year. Um, you know, watch Reek the game. Reek slept on too, bro. Yeah, he is. Reek killed that night. So good night, good visit. Everything was smooth. By the end of the night, I'm like, yeah, Cal, I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and rock with For you. Sure. I want to be here. I like the environment. I like how the team was. The city was dope to me. It reminded me of back home, mm -hmm. which may not have been a good thing, but it, at the time. <laughs> I love Memphis. Yeah, I love at Memphis. the time, I'm like, this yeah. is this me right fire. here. I still yeah. Love, yeah. I'm like, I fit in perfectly. For sure. You know, I ended up committing. You know, thing, everything was smooth, and then, you know, Kyle ended up, you know, making his move. Second, yeah. So, uh, to backtrack, sophomore year, I went to another camp. It happened to be at Kentucky. At this time, Billy Gillespie was there. Oh, uh, shit. The, the so memorandum I went to the of understanding. I remember that one. Went to the camp, <laughs> killed everything in front of me. <laughs> Gillespie calls me up in the, and you know, he calls me up in the office, gives, gives me this pitch. I don't even think he knew who I was until after the camp. Right. So, you know, he's like, I would love to coach you. You know, typical bullshit, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so then he invites me to their practice. I'm like, oh, hell no. What you mean? <laughs> the way they played? The way he had them running and shit like this that? This dude was out of his mind. <laughs> Screaming, vain. I'm like, ain't no way in hell I'm playing for this dude. Like, what? The yeah. practice was like, it was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to kind of know the Billy G backstory. It, it'll make yeah. sense. If what you time know of year was this? 
Was this? This was summer. Okay, so this Ooh. is when they have when they. The, yeah, uh, it's just like bullshit. Okay. Like, okay. And I'm like, oh, this dude is yeah. crazy. Some uh. summer joints was crazy though. Like the what was that? The 45 minute workouts that they had and you doing. You could do like, like two this hours. Wasn't even nothing like that. It was okay. just like just summer run. Just I don't even know what it wasn't an official practice. Yeah. Obviously, that's what I'm saying. Like, summer, it, it feels like it's yeah. It yeah, you feel me. But the practice, I'm just like this dude is crazy. He's got the veins out during that practice. So I'm like. Yeah, I saw another coach do that. I was sitting next to a big time recruit. I'm not gonna say any names, but you guys know me. You could probably put two or two together. But yeah, saw yeah. Lee recruit. We're right behind the bench. Coach is going at dudes. I'm looking at this dude like, hey, there's no fucking way. I'm trying to oh, give him the pitch. I'm, saying, I'm like, Cole, I, I don't want nothing to do yeah. with this shit. <laughs> so you know, we go on about our lead camp. You know, great reviews. I get letters from Kentucky and all that. So we fast forward back to you Cal. know Memphis. Mm-hmm. Well, Kentucky now. Cal took the job. I had already seen Kentucky. I went on, it was basically an unofficial visit. Right. Fuck it, Cal. I'm going to Kentucky too. That's <laughs> basically how I went from right. <laughs> I figure out the rest when I get there. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to open up recruitment again if, like Cal, I'm following you. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I trust you're going to do right by me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm playing the three and shit. <laughs> I'm still the three though, right? <laughs> the three ball the court, pulling from deep. You right, feel me? in my like, mind, right, I'm playing right, the th- right, I'm right. going with Kyle, right, I'm playing right, the three. Right. I'm Sean Williams, fuck you mean. You <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we fast forward to the first practice. First official practice. All summer, you know, I've been handling uh, Pat, Pat, uh, Patrick Patterson at the time. Ball he, drills and all that shit. Pat, me and Pat going at it all summer. I'm getting my shit ready. Like, I'm like, it's, oh, excuse me. I'm like, it's, you know just I'm MJ like it's just the MJ Cologne. It's just the MJ Cologne. We get to it. I'm like, I'm going to be ready when season come around. Man, that first practice came. I got a rebound and took off. Didn't make a mistake, nothing. I made it past half court with the ball. Kyle blew the whistle. Stop, smash. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Yo, I'm not like, Kyle. Like, what? You know, I'm playing my game. He's like, motherfucker, I got the number one draft pick next year at point guard, and I got my fucking center dribbling the ball up. Hey, I would have been like, you got the number five here too, coach. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Number five here too. I'm not not that guy. I'm not that guy. Right, right, right. right, I'm not that guy. Right, right, right. Which is cool or whatever. But in my head, like, I'm playing my game. Right, right. Kyle said, as long as you're putting on this Kentucky uniform, I don't ever want to see you do that again. Yeah. So I'm now I'm fucked up. I'm like, what have I got myself into? <laughs> <laughs> College coach Okie Doke. Right. Bro, my whole like, leading all the way up to like the collegiate season, I was mentally fucked. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, this dude has lied to me and I done signed my life over to him. And I don't know what to do now. Right, like, right, right, right. And you know, Cal plays so many mind games with you. Like it's all, but with the intention of making you better. For sure, it's always about making you. You never better. got to question that with Cal, right? You know what I mean. It's, his intention is always to you know get the best out of you and make you better. So we, he's playing all these little mind games with me, and I'm just like fucked. Like I made a mistake. Like I don't know. I, and I, at this point, I'm like I don't even know what to do. Right, like, right. I don't know how to. I'm calling my mom. Like I'm, I'm trying to come home. Like this Damn. is bullshit. UAB, here I come. You know? <laughs> like, which I respect by my mom. Yeah. She's like, nah, figure it out. You're going to be all right, figure it out. Real one. Right on. So, um, you know, me and, me and Jay Wall are roommates. So, 
And me and Jay met each other when we were 14. So me and Jay roommates, and, and you know, this is, we vent to it. Jay's, Jay going through it as well. Jay Trying like, to figure it out. Yeah, we trying to figure it out. Right. And I'm like five, like, man, you trying to transfer? Like what you- Y'all like, trying to- <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh shit. Five looked at me like, man, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, I guess I got to figure it out too. But you know, long story short, you know, shit started. I started figuring it out. Like the game slowed down for me, and it's and it's a big transition from high school to college. For it's not sure. as easy as you know. Obviously, some guys figure it out yeah. better than others, but for me, it was kind of a struggle in the beginning. So, um, you know, eventually I figured it out. Eventually, I I dominated. Yeah. You know, the rest is history. For sure. But that story. Where Kyle told me I would be shooting threes. <laughs> I did not shoot one three. Your entire time? Then? My entire collegiate <laughs> career. You got to get one up just yeah. off the strength. Right. I'll enough. shoot it weak, weak at him on the ball. I one. did not shoot one three. And then point at him, Sean Williams. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> did, the, did the brightness of the lights there kind of surprise you? Like, because I remember being in college, I worked for the ASU team, seeing that Kentucky team and how famous you guys were mm -hmm. was crazy. Oh, it was ridiculous. But like, the stage, like once we were on this, that wasn't my problem. It was everything leading up to yeah. it. Once the lights was on, I was on the floor. Good to go. Everything, basketball, was, basketball yeah. just happened. Yeah. Got it. So, um, and once I kind of figured out, you know, what Kyle wanted from me, I figured out my niche in that, you know, everything. I, I played my role and it worked. But um, but like I said, once the lights were on, it, everything felt natural. And I feel like when you a star and the lights come on, if you're a natural star, yeah, you just gonna perform. Can I ask you your all-time starting five under Cal at Kentucky? If under you don't, Cal, if you don't mind me putting you on the spot. All right, so it's hard for me because people will get it mixed up with like collegiate and then pro careers. Mm -hmm. Okay, for sure. So are we talking about talk college? As talk collegiate. College. As collegiate, we want players. the shackled yeah, college, yeah. the shackled yeah, yeah. college players. <laughs> You're gonna play the three, so but I'm oh saying, no, right, you, right. <laughs> me personally, the three pioneers for the Kentucky air is Jay Wall, Anthony Davis, and myself. Oh, for uh -huh. sure. I feel like we're the pioneers to you know making this Kentucky shit cool again. Yeah, you yeah, did? yeah. So um, they have been cool since like Mercer. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Us three. Automatically, then it starts to get tricky. Yeah, yeah, because like, like book didn't get the minutes. Book didn't get the minutes, but I mean, it's fucking Devin. I didn't book. even yeah. know he was booked, yeah, but he was. He got to the didn't get the minutes, but yeah. it's fucking. Right. Jamal I didn't know Murray. he was him until he got into the league. He bled was a fucking legend, but it's yeah. like so many came after him. B Knight, they don't even talk about him no more. <sighs> B Knight was that guy. He was awesome. Yeah. So Tyler Eulis, incredible. T. Yeah. Jones dominated right, right. college. Yep. So I don't know. <laughs> I That's your three. Though. I can give you the three. three. That's your yeah. three. Hey, all right. When all y'all get together, who's the top dog though? Who's the dude that everybody looks up to? That's running. I think shit? it's the originals. Okay, y'all three. No, us uh, two. Us two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Myself and yeah. John. I just yeah. check okay. it. Just check I think it. when we all get together, it's, we we know who the alphas are right, right. at the group. <laughs> I, and not saying it in a disrespectful way or anything like that, but like I said, I feel like we're the pioneers of the cow era in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. as, as, as a pioneer, what was your thoughts on Drake's honorary status, getting to go through warm-up lines, do that kind of stuff? 
What was your kind of thought? Got no issue with it, Drake. Okay. Drake UK man. Of course. But do, does Drake like have game? Baby. But when you, you see Drake, like the Drake, Drake airballs, huh? we see the Drake airballs and all that type of stuff. You just got to keep dropping hits. Oh, Fuck the exactly. airball. Can somebody we'll take care of the basketball? If I tried to go do what he does, I would airball. You ain't never tried. We ain't got it. You know what I mean? But do you ever show up to the booth like, yo, Drake, I'm here. Let me go ahead and get on the mic real quick. Okay. He would let me. Okay. That's how we. As long as reciprocated. I feel like I would airball. So you said you and John Wall were roommates together at Kentucky. I need to know who was like the clean roommate. Who was because you know I remember my college time and it was pizza boxes and you know other things and paraphernalia. That's one thing me and agreed on. We kept the room. Kept it nice. Okay. Trying to, one trying to live amongst jokes. Okay, that's that's respect. Yeah, that yeah. Man, me and me and five kicked it so much, bro. Like. Bro, I remember, I remember 2011, the, the NBA lockout. We got the the Drew League versus the Goodman League. You pull up and play with the Goodman League, and I remember I was there filming. I was kind of scratching my head, like he's not from the DMV. But then I was living in, I was okay. living in the but, DMV. So it counted then. Oh, so okay, you, are, yeah. you you had the address. You had the address. So you, yeah. okay. you, you were verified. <laughs> I was living there because my um my first me coming into the league, my first tournament was uh shout out my guy Keith Williams out okay. of uh, the DMV. Okay. So um. I was living there after I left school. I was living there and lockout. I was living there. Okay. So I lived in the DMV probably two to three years. I oh, see so you were official. They got you in, like Adam Banks and uh, Mighty Ducks. I was Ducks. out there too. Yeah. They got you hey, in the I zone. Got some, I got some people out there. So. DMV is special. You were yeah, zone. Yeah. One of my favorites yeah, in the nation. You sure. feel me? But uh, you play. You talk about AD. You know what I mean? Um, are these like AD's been going crazy lately? You know what I mean? I think your best years were the years in New Orleans playing with him too. You was a you was a best five in the league. Do you think these are eighties? Like this is eighties best year so far. Is, you know, is he playing the best basketball you've ever seen him play? Well, it's a short season right now, so um, thirty five and 60 from the field. Man, I've seen him put up crazy numbers. Uh, yeah, he had a, so he had it, a fifty five. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. A, a game of him doing something crazy is just like I mean that's ad. Yeah, yeah. But to say his best season. I mean, it's TBD as of right now on this season, but so. if that year we were together and and I went down, like he was already killing when we were, yeah. you know, on the floor together. So. But once I went down, like, dude went to a, a whole nother level. Like, and it kind of surprised everybody because, like I said, he was already dominating. Yeah. So once he took it to a whole nother level, carried the team into the playoffs that year, you know, without his, his counterpartner and myself, I. I I still think that was his best season by far. You, him, and Drew were on the same squad, bro. Doe too. If Can't you, forget Rondo. Can't forget sheesh. Rondo. Yeah. If you hadn't got hurt, is it close to chip time? What are you What are you thinking? You um, think at some point y'all that season? It out? Do I think we would we could have won a chip? Probably not. Um, we were still we were a few pieces away, mm-hmm. but we definitely would have gave Golden State a run for their money in that second round. <clears throat> I, I do believe that. We we battled, you know, pretty heavy during the regular season too. Mm-hmm. Went down went all the way down to the wire. I mean they just couldn't Draymond had to pick. And I don't and think then, he uh, had whoever any, the other I don't big think he had was, anything for anybody though. I love Dre. Like, I love Dre. Draymond had to pick though. But I don't think he had anything for either of y'all. At that time point, yeah. He didn't. It was Buckets he was just gonna be gotten. Shout out to me? Dre and, and you know too. I'll tell you this to your face, but you can't guard me, bro. <laughs> 
And you know that. <laughs> and you know that. And you know that. <laughs> On the note of Draymond, he put out his top five of all time. He's got LeBron at one, MJ at two, Kobe at three, Steph at four, and Shaq at five. Now, I would love to know your top five. Shaq at five? Yeah. Top five all time? Top yeah. five. Who's your goat, too? You know what I mean? If that's easier, yeah. See, top fives are hard because you really got to debate and you got to get in. Top fives are hard. Um, I don't want to hear no top five without Tim Duncan in it. Like, Mm. I respect that, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, like that's that's just how I feel. I think I think he's one of the most disrespected. Fuck the basketball part, just winners of all time. Mm -hmm. Like. But, but why do you think? Because, I mean, is it the Old Navy? Is it the baggy fits? <laughs> is, it, is it the Birkenstock sandals? It wasn't sexy. Yeah, it wasn't sexy. You know, he wasn't, you know, as marketable as these other guys. And he's not all – I mean, he's almost like a, a a Jokic. Like, Jokic is an incredible player, but he's he's born. You know, And that's just how Jokic is. Yeah. He doesn't take away his talent. Like, he's not a guy that's going out of his way – to be liked or to be on TV. He just goes and does his job mm-hmm. and he goes home. I think that's what Tim Duncan was. But on a whole nother level, like since he stepped foot in the, in the L, he won. Yeah. He's done nothing but win. I believe, I may be wrong, but from my knowledge, I think he's the most winningest player of all time. So if that's not top five on top of all the accolades that come with it, I don't. They made the playoffs every year, right? Season. Damn near twenty and ten, getting yeah, out of the car. He's never bro. had a losing you know season. I mean? that, like, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, guaranteed. Getting those old navy fits off, so that's yeah. that lets you know. Birkenstocks and all. But Kawhi gets kind of <laughs> Kawhi gets the same kind of thing. And I remember watching Kawhi early on. I was talking to somebody about it. And it it's like you might not think he's a superstar just because he's not all out and doing whatever. Right, right, right. But watch this dude play basketball, and that quiet shit. Those are the scary ones. Like, I remember KG's <laughs> interview on All the Smoke. But he was like, Duncan will still talk shit to you. Like, did you have any experience with I know he was on the tail end of his career, but. <laughs> yeah, what did Timmy have for you? What? <laughs> I used to get so frustrated playing against Tim Duncan because I could not figure him out. Is like, he the player you did not want to play? Like, he was like the Timmy most D. difficult guard. Timmy he, D. Like, he, I couldn't figure him out. And I was a baby, too. And he's well seasoned <clears> at this show. Sure. I couldn't figure him out, and it was just like no matter how much strength I put into it, or or, or how much I suffered, or how hard I, it was, it was just like glass. Yeah, I heard he would like pat you on your butt, like good rebound. Yeah, bro, that shit like was he the was most on irritating shit. right, like bro, talk some shit, bro. I would, I would. I thought I was. That. It was that's meaner. Right, right. He complimented me like, good job. You got a rebound. Just call me a bitch or something, right. bro. Like, don't, don't try to compliment me. I got a man. So I, I finally had. A successful night against Timmy. Like I'm having, it's not even a great night. It's yeah. just I'm having a decent, successful night. Right. So my young dumbass decides to go talk shit to Timmy. Oh, damn, damn motherfucker! <laughs> Yo, I remember like backpedaling down court, and Timmy looked up at me. He just looked at me and didn't say anything. He just looked at me. Hey, that, that's that Terminator shit. That's this is exactly up. what he did. He, he looked at up. You feel he's me? He's jogging down court. He just looks down and starts like kind of laughing to himself. <laughs> that's so scary. This is the fourth quarter. This dude ran off 16 straight. He hit you with a this nigga. He ran <laughs> off 16 <laughs> straight. What did you do though? What was you thinking? What was you thinking, thinking? thinking of like at four, at six, at eight? Oh, this is what it was. Like I said, I'm trying to. 
get into a verbal like yeah, something. Yeah. And he never said anything to me. So we go back to that that butt tap. Yeah. Like I said, he's running off this 16 straight. <laughs> Good job, big fella. <laughs> Oh, That's so condescending, bro. And I'm really? like, this motherfucker. <laughs> you ready to square off? You feel me? But, hey, and I mean, but at the end of the day, I wasn't, it wasn't where I was, it was any ill will. I'm like, this for sure, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure, yeah. That was definitely one of my, like, welcome to the league. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> this might have been like year two. If anybody gonna give it to you and it's Timmy D, oh, Timmy that's, D, that's he gonna yeah. give it to you. you that's not, I mean? yeah, I mean. Just, I don't think I had like, started having successful games against Tim probably until like my third year, third Ooh. or fourth year. And was it that you got better or that Tim was just getting older? I got better. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. It, it might have been a combination both. of both, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it probably- Did you ever return the butt pat to him at any other point? Like, I okay. Timmy alone. Uh, he learned his lessons, yeah. smart man. You know, know. Still yeah, once. Yeah. How do you- I how do you? his day was. For the game. <laughs> right, right. You having a good day? You had a good game yesterday, Timmy D. You know, hey, family, Timmy. <laughs> Those new sandals. I, I like the perks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a new five X Old Navy team? I left Timmy alone, bro. I don't want no problem. So my my question to you guys is: Can we get a, a top five all time PGs list? Because I've been having this discussion back home in the gym a lot. Do you, Do you feel like somebody? Shouldn't be on that list for me. Is 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 Chris Paul? We we we. Every time I, I hear this. a top five PG list, Chris Paul is in it, and I'm not really <laughs> understanding why. No knock to CP. I know people gonna say I'm biased or whatever, whatever. Strictly from an accolades and a performance standpoint, I don't think Chris Paul is top five. Is it Magic, Steph, Zeke? He was Zeke in there in top five? Absolutely. Three. He got to be So three. I think it's three permanent. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. Where, do, where does LeBron go in this point guard? <laughs> That's not a point. LeBron, he's just a, a goat. LeBron, he's just a goat. LeBron okay, initiates the offense. He's just a guy, G. He's just a goat. LeBron initiates the offense. He's a demigod. Yeah. Oh, there we go, there we go, there we go. There so we're we not go. calling LeBron a point guard, we're calling Steph a point guard. Yes. So after those three, CP3 is not behind, you don't see. I just feel like the list starts to get who are you putting? Presence. Who are you putting? We got to bring up Steve Nash. Mm -hmm. Two MVPs. We got to bring up John Stockton. See? We got to bring Diversity. up Jason Kidd. Do you put Iverson ahead of CP? Do you I don't think Iverson was a, a one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Eric Snow was running the one. Yeah, yeah. Iverson was damn near a three. You know the way he, he really was. Like, was. He was just a bucket getter, you know Aaron I mean? McKee was out there right. on the floor yeah. with him, too. It, it made no sense, but it worked. Jeez, yeah. So, Tom McCullough's big ass. I mean, just Tom looking McCullough. at that squad. Yeah, right. That was a Tom The construction of that squad. Yeah, right, was like, right. all right, these little dudes, what they got Tom McCullough had some touch around that ring. Nah, he Tom not, McCullough nah. was I cool. Remember, I remember him back in college. Like, he was, he was that dude. Let me ask you, Westbrook or CP3? Then we got to bring in Westbrook. Oh, wow. Mm. So you willing to put him above CP3? I mean, he's an MVP. Yes, MVP. That's a fact. CP doesn't have that. Doesn't have that's that. what I'm saying. We talking about accolades. We talking about yeah. performance. We talking about championships. Numbers. CP's a hell of a talent. He's been one since he stepped foot in the L. The internet is going to be set ablaze. I got to put him in, I got to put him in like four or five, though. Over who, who, you put, who you putting on that list? Who you pushing off? I think, ah, I, shit. You going to push that? I, I, I don't. Isaiah? I, you said what? You gonna push Isaiah? No, Isaiah, Isaiah three. I'm saying. No, I think. I think three in I think. Okay, okay. You okay, pushing okay. Stockton out? <sighs> I, I'm putting. I think CP3 would have cooked fucking Stockton. We're not talking I, about who's better. <laughs> We're talking about better. accolades. John, you gonna have to do diversity training after this. Pocket passing? Yeah, okay, like, no. Bro. Take John Stockton all time assists. I mean, come on. You gonna say? Okay. We got all time assists. All time steals. 
Johnston. God damn, bro. And nobody's going to break the record. Right, 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 yeah. Just because yeah. he looks like a state farm insurance salesman. I'm just trying to take because that's the very deceiving. Uh, you look at the dude. He might have been at the Capitol on, on, on January that, 6th. On that dream but. team, you want Stock or you want CP3? If you could have switched it to He was an AOC's <laughs> office on January 6th. We're just here for the numbers, baby. We're here, you know, here for the raw facts. Ooh, that is ugly. That is a – man, you – damn, it's hard to argue that. It's hard to argue that. Yeah. And then Nash has those two MVPs, even though I think one one belongs Chris to Kobe. A better player, but one is I think Kobe. a guy that get left Kobe. off PG list too is Tony Parker. And I know it was, I know it was, a, I know it was. A, he's a system guy. Like <laughs> I'm not trying to hear none of that. Yeah, he was a he was a bucket. He I feel like Tony's a bucket. He was a bucket. He was facts, a bucket. Let me ask you a question. Two hand layup in the line. I don't know how he got Man, that shit off. That you know spin what I mean? move scoop. That little floater too. Yes. Motherfuckers didn't have a floater back then. He, had, you know what I'm saying. We got to go back to something that really been irking and bothering me. Damn. Does LeBron James play point guard right now? In your opinion, in your expert NBA opinion. <laughs> LeBron is a goat, bro. He who, is in a Who initiates the offense on the Los Angeles Lakers? Patrick Beverly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I already know. I mean, I mean to, I'm going to make the LeBron PG argument. Obviously, you could put LeBron, but you could say the same thing about James Harden. You could say the same yeah. thing no, about For sure, for Luka. sure, for sure, like, for sure. They might not be traditional PGs, but they right. get asked to play that. That's why, like, even, you know, I think about my guy Rashad Phillips, the, the Shit, game. Lamar is, Odom was a point in one yeah, time. If that's the case. That, and that's, so that was another argument so we could make. So, so fun to watch. Because he was one of the first dudes when you talk about point people forward. like yourself, but 6'9", yep. six, 6'10". We put Draymond as point, too? Draymond, you're not really. <laughs> he initiates offense. Hey, you heard he Chuck. That Chuck was like, nah. nah. We, we, we jumped the shark, Chuck. We lost the plot right there. <laughs> he said, Does no. he not initiate offense? Uh, he ain't no point, from, though. He's more of, he? He from the dribble, point I mean, forward. Bro, he he's more nah, of a point forward. So what's LeBron? He's, he's the quarterback LeBron of the offense. He's a point guard on offense. Point. So who initiates the offense in Golden State? I think that's Steph. That's just go get it. I guess you don't see Steph. I guess you don't see Steph in, in, the, in the down off screen. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, elevated. Draymond's in the middle. Yeah, with the rock. Like, <laughs> just like that too. That's a fair point. Need everything. Yeah, like <laughs> all for, of that shit. Waiting for the handoff. Right, 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 right. He initiates offense. But that's the oh, yeah. that's the thing too. When you really look at that position, because I wouldn't call Steph a true point guard just from that standpoint. Because I need his ass to get buckets. But it's the same way with Gill. I wouldn't call Gill a true point guard, even though he needed to do that shit to get his buckets off. We got to look We got to look at the point guard. All right, so hard. we talking about true right. point guard. It's hard. But they but, they, but by technic by technicality though. We're talking about true point guards. And we going back to the top 5. Rajon Rondo got to be on the list. Is this that is Kentucky I love Rajon. I don't care if you don't. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. You thought, nigga. I said what I said. We talk about pure point guards. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, to. And this is the thing, man. Everybody nowadays is concerned with, it's really, what's the list to you? But you actually, and this is why I always defer to people like yourself. You've actually been out there mm -hmm. seeing these dudes. Saw that shit live. We go on basketball yeah. reference. We go on stat muse. And we, oh, he was this and his offensive rating. But it's like, no, you had to actually guard that thing on the court or see him in action to see the fear he instilled on the other side. So that's why I can't even really argue or debate with somebody like yourself. Like, we can debate amongst each other because none of us played one NBA minute combined. But. I smelled the court, you feel? <laughs> no. I smelled it like one time. I got close enough. Like. <laughs> <laughs> My feet in the hardwood one time after the All-Star yeah. game. It, after that, nothing. And it smelled rich. <laughs> rich motherfucker. Y'all be smelling good, dog. Y'all know. Even when you sweaty, Drop like the cologne, dog. That's what I, my all star takeaway was. Rich motherfucker smell good as hell, dog. What, <laughs> what y'all be on, my boy? You feel me? Uh, I gotta ask you, how have you been 
keeping your body in shape and getting ready if you get called back to the NBA? What have you been doing uh, to stay I want to see you back out there, yeah. too, dog. Yeah, we don't want yeah. you here. You know, like, we appreciate you pulling yeah. up. But you a, you a hooper, this, G. We'll hold the spot. You come back whenever. But. <laughs> yeah. uh, for me, um, I just try to emulate what it would be like during the season. Um, I lift every day. I do skill work every day. I hoop three to four times a week just to have my body used to that wear and tear. Obviously, it's not NBA level, but the simulation of it is keeping me somewhat where I need to be for when I do get a call, if I get a call. So um, just more so staying consistent in my work. That's that's really all it is. Um, you know, I, I get my rest in on the weekends, and Monday I'm right back to it. So right it's just it's, I just try to emulate an NBA schedule. So I want to ask you this from my perspective because I watch a lot of NBA, and I'm watching and I'm like, damn, Boogie could be easily cooking, cooking easily. So I just want to know how hard is it for you? We don't need to to name no names or whatever. Obviously, I know you're professional and you're a good dude, but how hard is it for you to have to watch NBA games knowing that you should be on a team right now? I mean, it's hard. Um, as a competitor, obviously, you always want to you know compete against the best and. As a competitor, you always feel like you're better than the next person, but that's just, you know, a part of being a competitor. But um, the part of this business that doesn't get a lot of light shine on is the politics. Like, hmm. And um, with that being said, it's not always about being better than the next guy. Um, For sure. Sometimes it's just being more liked than the next guy or whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, a lot of guys get lost in that shuffle. Um, some of my caliber, some even better. You got, I mean, I mean, look at Melo. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No love. Dwight, first ballot Hall of Famer. Top seventy-five in my opinion. Easily, come yeah, on, G. Sure. In in Taiwan right now. So, um, and I and I feel like those guys are on a level I I never got a chance to reach. So. Uh, I mean, like I said, it's, that's the nature of this business. So um, sometimes you get lost in the shuffle. But, you know, I'm keeping hope alive. I'm grinding every day, staying professional, staying ready. So, you know, if it happens, it happens. So you talk about professional. So I got to, you know, I'm, I know you saw the uh, Bob Myers interview, mm -hmm. recent, recent episode of All the Smoke. And he basically said, you know, he, you guys had a call. You asked him why you weren't in the league. And he told you you have to act better to get back. You just can't be average. You need to convince people. And he also said that it was it was unfair that that's what it was. Mm -hmm. But for you, when you hear that, do you did you agree with his assessment, or how'd you leave that phone call? I mean, the phone call did happen. You know, the story is true, but I mean, obviously, it was a lot of details left out of the conversation. Yeah. Okay. And, um, mm -hmm. I mean, would it be in a small snippet, or <clears throat> I know how our interviews go. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, they didn't harp on and go into detail about what the conversation. It was yeah. very brief. Yeah, we're talking about something yeah, else. Yeah. So, got but into um, it. I mean, basically, he was telling me like teams are afraid of what they think. I can do it. Not necessarily that I did anything wrong or I'm still doing anything wrong. It's just the perception of me is so bad that they think I'll do the unthinkable or mm -hmm. something crazy. So he was saying that it's unfair that I have that label on me because exactly. obviously me and Bob have a relationship from my years, uh, from my year at Golden State, but we've stayed in touch. It's a guy I got a lot of respect for and I feel like, you know, it's mutual. So um, I also trust his word. And one thing about this business, it's hard to get honest answers or honesty. It's always just people blowing smoke. Like, yeah. And it's a lot of political correctness. So even when it, even if you do make a mistake, it's hard to go and correct it because you can't get the honest 
assessment of what you did wrong. Oh, wow. So wow. you can't go back in the mirror like, I need to work on this. You'll get some bullshit ass answer and then you just, you just lost. Just you know what I'm saying? You know what so you just lost trying to figure right, it out. Right. But um, that's part of why we had the phone call and, you know, the conversation was great, but I mean, the way it came out and we actually spoke afterwards, I'm like, like, damn, Bob, you ain't, you ain't do me no favors with that Jeez. one. <laughs> and I was gonna ask you, I'm, I'm a UCLA guy, Bob uh -huh. played with my brother at UCLA. I know he meant well with that. Absolutely, Bob but, meant well. He had all like, the right on, intentions, dog. it just didn't come out the yeah. way he probably processed it in his head. For he sure. wasn't even thinking, I mean, they were talking and about some other shit. Yeah, right. Your name came up so, and he kinda, um, you kinda told you know, that story. No, we chatted about it uh, afterwards. You know, he apologized, he was like, sorry if I, you know, didn't say it the way you wanted to hear it. But I'm like, it's no ill will. I, Shit, I apologize with a roster spot, my boy. <laughs> yeah. Bobby? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, you know, Bob is really good people. Um, so, it's, so, so when you, I mean, I'm, I know you probably, you know, when we were in Vegas, Tim Connolly kind of rolled through. We were at the crossover. Y'all, y'all said what's up to each other. It seems like you got a, a good relationship with a lot of, a lot of front office execs and people like that. So when you calling around talking to these guys, if you're doing that, I mean, what kind of stuff are you? T is, are they telling you? You hearing a similar thing that you hear from Bob or? The, sometimes it's just teams don't have the roster spots and the money, and it's a lot of different things that play a part into a guy being signed to a team. It's not just about will. He's better than him. For like, sure, yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. That shit, yeah. Tim Conley got there and they already had a roster. They already had backup bigs. Mm -hmm. They they just traded for, you know, one of the top bigs in the league. So obviously it's not gonna be where DeMarcus I need <clears throat> like it's nowhere for me to be. Yeah. So uh I mean that's just a part of the business. And sometimes this is just about opportunity. You gotta wait for that opportunity, take advantage of it, and then you slip it back in. So um that's just how this shit goes. You stayed busy this summer, you know, um, hooping mm -hmm. obviously, but you also went to broadcast school. Right. Where'd you go and how was that? Um, I went to U uh, USC's broadcasting school mm -hmm. through the- um, <laughs> You got that UCLA, UCLA hey, alumni you there. Me, <laughs> we don't have a broadcasting school though, so I respect it. <laughs> 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 you can go over it. We just got all the hitters in the, well, uh, in the game. <clears throat> super dope program. Um, you know, kind of really opened my eyes to, you know, you know, other talents I believe I, you know, I have and, um, I got a lot of good reviews from it, so uh, this is a step forward as well, being yeah. here with you guys. There we go, appreciate man. We appreciate it. it. Yeah. I just thank you for not putting us out of work, because we saw you pull up, and it was like, damn, one of us about to, you know, get put on waivers, boogie, boogie shit too good. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I might have to look for another gig, but it seems like you're a natural fit for this stuff. I think we talk nowadays all about the old media, the new media, a lot of guys current players, former players doing pods, obviously uh, Wave and the Buckets family have the Kelsey brothers doing mm -hmm. their amazing podcast. Is that something that you would think about doing? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely down. Um, for myself, just speaking on myself, I feel like I'm well-rounded. I feel like I can speak on any topic. Um, I may not be a genius in every topic, but I can at least give you a little something. But I'm gonna have some type of knowledge about it. For sure. So, um, you know, I think I got a lot of insight I can give, a lot of knowledge. and. Um, you know, I've been around the block, bro. I've seen, I've, I've been at the, the mountaintop and I've been at the lowest of lows. So uh, I got plenty of stories, plenty of advice, plenty of knowledge. So I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm built for this. Just to give you a little motivation, there's a ton of people who are not geniuses and have no business <laughs> doing pie. They're out here caking bread and doing pie. So don't ever feel Trust like. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I know. And, uh, and it sucks because a lot of them have the label expert. Yeah. yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yes. I appreciate you, Book. Thanks for coming through. You know Absolutely. what I mean? You're back for two more episodes. Yes, so, sir. you know, if you have any questions, definitely send us those questions in the comments and all that. So, I right, appreciate you, boy. Appreciate you guys, man. So. Yes, sir. Oh, I got to see this, Dad.
Zoo gave me the handshake last week, hey, and it was bro. tough. Zoo hit my man with the Obama. But we you can came run that in clip. low. You came in low. You got to come in high, and dude. Hey. I had the dog. I had Back too many to things. You, Zoo. You know what uh, I mean? You gave us the black dab, hey, right? That's a nigga dab, bro. That was a, that's my third N word. That's the, you know, that's Zoo. the, I'll get my third one. Yeah. Boom. He hit me with the pot and everything. Here go three more for you. Right. Zoo a real one. Zoo a real one. But that was funny. Nah, but we appreciate it. You called that, Zoo. So you gave Zach the black dab. That's important.